Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, You want a little positive spin? They've won two of their last three games. You want a negative spin, Andy? (laughs) Wow. That is one thought that has not gone through my mind. I know. That's... You want maybe a more realistic little thought here? Uh, the season's over. They've lost seven of their last ten games. Yeah. Browns have lost seven of their last ten games. I was chatting with a buddy of mine yesterday, and you know, I, I think it's been real clear. I think Kevin Stefanski is on his way to being a good NFL head coach. I would think that a lot of people around Northeast Ohio think that Kevin Stefanski is on his way to finding another job. I, I hope that's not the case. I think Kevin's on. I think he's a. I think he's a good young NFL head coach now, and I think he can become a really good head coach. I like him. I don't want to see any kind of a change. However, I I don't want to see a change either. Uh, let me say that, even though I just said what I said about the fans. I don't want to see a change either. Okay. But. However, there's this. I look at this team, and I don't think the roster is is perfect. And that's why I, if you're, you know, I, I think you have to point fingers at everybody if you're going to point fingers. So if you're going to point fingers at Kevin Stefanski, he's tied to the hip to Andrew Barry and to Paul D. Podesta. I, I agree. So, you know, if you're, if you're going to say, well, we need a new head coach, well, then you need a new general manager and you need a new executive advisor to analytics-based thingies, whatever it is, you know, Paul's official title is, even though he's the, the man of mystery. Because, Andy, Stefanski was their hand-picked coach, and they're tied in together, okay? That, that's the way that was supposed to go down. But it's this. I told my buddy, and I don't think this roster is perfect. You know, we pointed out the flaws that we, th- we saw before the season started, and by golly, they're on display most every week. Not enough depth at defensive tackle. Not enough playmakers. I think you need another wide receiver. DPJ has stepped up. That's terrific. And I, that, that's, those are the main things. And linebacker. I'd like to see more impact at linebacker. Maybe that's scheme. I don't know. But my thought to my buddy was this. Though the roster is not perfect, I think there's enough talent on this team that I think they could be playing better. And it makes me wonder, why are they 5-8? and eight? 
And he said, well, that's just coaching. He said, that, that finger goes right at Kevin Stefanski. And I thought, well, that's probably true. But he, and, and I don't like that, but I'm thinking, it, it, is that coaching? Or is it the players are overrated? I, I don't know. Well, I've thought that too. I went through that yesterday. I, here's my question, and I think I've asked this all season, and I waited through the first 11 games because I didn't think it was fair. What is the identity of this team? The identity of this team moving forward has to be Deshaun Watson on offense, right? Well, has it, to be. It, it's clearly, yeah. <laughs> so if, if he's the identity on this team, the, the position you put your team in yesterday was bizarre. Here's the guy that's supposed to lead you to the next step at quarterback. Hey, we finally have a quarterback, right? And and I'm willing to live with the growing pains of understanding that he didn't play for 700 days, he didn't play for two years. But if the identity of the team is this new $230 million quarterback who is – we're not going to see a draft pick for years now, for a couple of years at least. That first first rounder. Why would you take him out of the game when you're you brought him in for the single reason of helping you win games? Why would you take him out? Even on that, one that's play? That's the bigger – even on one play. Hold on. Because the other guy is phenomenal in short yardage keeper situations and you got too cute. If you think that, then he should still be your starting quarterback. Not, no, Andy. If, yes, if, I do. Jeff, look, they put all this money into him. And, and I, look, no, I, I'm, not, I'm I, not – I'm not arguing with you about okay. – I don't think you should have brought Jacoby in there. Yes. But I know why he did. Because he thought, hey, we're going to get cute here because they're going to think because I'm bringing Jacoby in, we're going to sneak because he's really good at it, and then we're going to throw. That, to me, is is a you just outthought yourself and got way too cute. Why? Why I do that? I have no idea. What is the identity of your team? That's my question. The identity for the next couple of years moving forward, <clears throat> because when you think of the repercussions of what, first of all, you knew what you were getting when you brought him in. You knew that you were going to have all this drama around the outside, okay? And you've, you, you, you've got it to the point now where I think Clevelanders are like, okay, we can kind of accept the fact that maybe, you know, he, he, he took his punishment and he, you know, he settled all these suits and all that stuff. And that Browns fans are kind of in a place right now where like, okay, we accept the fact that he's the starting quarterback, right? It's not like in the beginning, if you would have brought him in in any other way, you would have been having him on billboards all over the place. I mean, you would have been – the, the jersey sales would be through the roof, all those things. You brought in a franchise quarterback through the back door because normally we would celebrate that kind of a move. There was no celebration because you knew of what was going on around the outside. Yeah. Got that. Now you're trying to figure out what is the identity of your team, and the identity of your team is single-handedly one guy on offense that you're selling to your season ticket holders and your fans to say, this is the guy. This is the guy that's going to get us to a place we've never been to before. So why, on the first play of a game, I'm sorry, on the first big play of a game, on the first drive, would you extract him from the situation? You set the tone for the rest of the game. Now, look, again, I'll say it a million times over. I'm enough of an armchair quarterback or a Monday morning quarterback to understand that if that play works, and it was pretty close, Kevin looks like a genius. Yeah, but, but you're it still didn't. trying to he get failed. too cute. You're still trying to get too cute. They failed. Well, he want, instead of getting a letter grade, he went pass, fail, and failed. If you weren't going to use 
If you weren't going to kick field goals when you're in field goal position, why did you draft a kicker? What did you think of Cade York at the end of the first half when he was mad that they it was would have been a 68 yarder? Go he wanted it, the chance for a 68 yarder. There, there's only one reason why, and Daryl, I thought exactly the way you did because I could see your face on this. I thought exactly the same way. I'm like, you drafted a kicker. Now you I, drafted him because he had a big leg. That was a big part. Then, of it. I, then I was trying to digest the fact that you don't, you don't want a low kick getting blocked and returned. That's it. And by the way, if you do that, you open yourself up for a 21 point swing right around the half. Yeah, yeah. So I get that part, <laughs> and, and Daryl said that too. But I also said, and maybe if they were indoors, they would have led to it. He doesn't trust the the kicker they drafted. That's all there is to it. He doesn't trust him because if he did, he would have let him kick there. And by the way. Why not take the three points on the end of the first drive? So, therefore, you could have got a letter grade for the first drive, A, B, C, D, but instead you decided to go pass fail. Now, help me with the analytics on that one because I would have rather had a letter grade on that. 216-578-0092 is the number to join in the fun. Terry is in Cleveland. Hello, Terry. Welcome to Hello. a Therapy Monday. You, you guys know that I'm, I, I've never been a fan of Stefanski from the beginning and things that I've been calling out is things that you all or some fans calling up or talking about now. Stavansky do not know how to play his players to the best advantage, meaning that he do not know how to evaluate his personnel. He's stuck on himself. He's trying to out-trick and out-smart professional coaches in the league instead of coaching. That is not going to win games for the Cleveland Browns. So in order to do that, you have to play your players at the best advantage. You're not going to trick people in the NFL all the time. That's a low percentage. So when you go against up against coaches that be like, oh, he's trying to outsmart me, they're going to play their players to the best advantage, and they're going to blow us out, just like Bill Belichick, just like the Miami Dolphins. We got humiliated, and it just showed that you don't even get your mind made up because you putting Jacoby in when you need to be getting the rest off your $230 million quarterback. I believe that Jimmy is not going to let this guy or the coaching staff coach his $230 million. And, and, and another thing, he tried to make Joe Woods look bad because he don't keep his foot on the paddle when you know we've been leading the linebacker for over three seasons. Well, that, you know that's that. not Kevin Stefanski. That's, that'd be your front office, wouldn't yeah, it? That's, yeah, that's the front office. But as a head coach, you know you can go talk and let your personnel or your staff know what you need for your team if you got that much power. So Stefanski, he might be a good person in heart and a good person, which I don't take away, and I'm not profiling him for that. But as a coach in the NFL, you do not need to coach. You need to go back to a coordinator position and be evaluated. All right, Thanks, Terry. Guys. All right, thank you very much, Terry. Appreciate that. See, I I disagree. Though I though I didn't like the fourth down call, and I agree with Andy. You brought Deshaun Watson here for a reason, and there's there's Nick Chubb right there, and there's your highly paid offensive line. I didn't even bring Chubb into the. Conversation. I know you didn't. I know you didn't. I don't know that I want Deshaun Watson keeping the ball there. I don't care if you're going to go for it. I do like the play he ran later in the game, though. On the was that, it was a third one or fourth and one where it looked like it was yeah. going to Chubb, and he rolled out the outside and, corner. Yeah, and he got now it. that was a great play. Yeah, you know th- there are lots of things you can do. I just don't understand the let's get tri- Why are you getting cute? Right. First, first of all, take the points. Take the points. Put three on the board against a hot team with a good offense. Put three on the board. 
How about and and if you and if you don't want to do that, Andy, then have your two hundred thirty million dollar quarterback hand off to the best running back in the NFL, or arguably the best. I can live with it if you get stuff there, right? You can live with it if you get stuff there. Then you didn't do the job, right? Yeah, or or call a play. Instead, you try or Andy, if you're going to bring Jacoby in, let him keep it. He's great at it. Instead, you're throwing into the end zone cold. And he was open. That's the hard part, And he part was open. Too. Jacoby missed him. Tyvis Powell doing the postgame with us yesterday, who's going to join us at 1 o'clock. Tyvis said, my issue there, you brought him in cold. You're asking him to make a, a, a real good pass cold. And that's kind of tough. Nate's in West Salem. Hello, Nate. Hey, good morning, guys. Hi, Nate. What's new? Oh, it's, just a, it's just a Andy therapy had Monday. A little bit ago. I did, oh, it's, the coffee's phenomenal. Love it. Yeah, coffee's going good today. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jeff, I have to disagree with you, um, and I don't like disagreeing with you. Oh, I no. find right. myself to be very simpatico with you. Nice. And but we have been going through this week after week since the beginning of the season, and even a little bit over the past few seasons. He Stefanski isn't going to get it. He's had too many chances of this exact same occurrence of that stupid fourth and one. And it's stupid. It's idiotic. It's not the way it's just not. I mean, we can play playground football all that we want, but it isn't working. And he, and where you and I differ is you think he's going to get it. And I don't think he's ever going to get it. I think this is exactly who he is. He's going to keep on making these really dumb calls. So anyhow, enjoy your coffee guys. Have a great day. All right, Nate. Thank thank you. you. Again, he has a parachute. He has a parachute to get out of all of this. When the season's over, he comes back and says, hey, we really need to reassess the way we're doing things. We're going to streamline things a little different. Um, whatever happens at defensive coordinator, I'm going to take more of a role in defense. AVP is going to start calling the plays next year. Boom, there's your parachute. You're good for next year. That's all he's got to say. It's really true. It's all he has to it's do. It's the one thing he did last year. They got too creative in the red zone. You know, They did stuff rather than just run the ball or throw the ball. They were doing cute stuff. They hadn't done that as much, I, I hadn't thought. Um, more on that thought and the offense and your phone calls coming up. Scott, Scott Petrak, our buddy from brownzone.com, Chronicle-Telegram, joining us at 11 o'clock. My plan for today is not, it was not, to defend Kevin Stefanski. I I'm, I'm, think I'm looking at things realistically. James sent me this email. James makes real valid point here. He says, $230 million quarterback, and we get a single touchdown after eight quarters. I thought he, about that, too. He said, Shanahan has a week with the last drafted individual and has him putting up 35 points on Tampa by the third quarter. He said, that's coaching. You got to accept Stefanski is demonstrating weekly that he is over his head. All right. James, let me, let me dissect this. Yes, one Touchdown in eight quarters with Deshaun Watson is not what you're looking for. Not excuse, just fact. Guy hasn't played in two years. You didn't have him on the practice field very long. It's a work in progress. I thought he played pretty well yesterday. Um, For the sake of argument, Shanahan had, had his guy since training camp, and though he hasn't played, he's been with the system and knows the system and all that. That said, and and here's and, and this isn't a defense. If we have these issues with the offense, then how in the hell going into the game 
where the Browns, well, the, the Andy, uh, sorry. I you, normally don't hear you use well, such you terse language. A, you just did a double take when I said the word hell. Mm-hmm. But I wonder this. Because you don't normally say and I And I'm, this isn't a defense. This is just, I, I just think, how are the Browns sixth in total offense? How are they fourth in running game? How are they 10th in points scored per game? And, and I, I'm serious. I, I'm not saying, well, look what Kevin's done. What I'm saying is, okay. I Because I, I see some of the same stuff you guys do that, mm-hmm. that drives me nuts. Some of it. But yet they've put up really good numbers. We had one of the great offensive minds in NFL history tell us on our show a couple of weeks ago, Kevin's one of the few guys in the league who really gets it. That was Mike Martz talking about Kevin as an offensive play caller and an offensive designer. Mike Martz is about as good as you get, Andy. I know. He's one of the best ever. And he thought Kevin was fabulous. And and, And I thought, and I think, I really like what he does with the offense, except in certain situations. And no coach is going to be perfect, you know, for the life of me. Time after time, the creativity in the red zone, when you have a guy like Nick Chubb, you don't need creativity. You need a good block up front and a handoff to Nick Chubb. That, that's what you need. And he's gone away from that for the most part this year, I think. And then yesterday got a little cute. And, yes, it's not worked yet with Deshaun. Do you think it will? I do. Yeah, I'm not. I do. It, the Deshaun part of it doesn't concern me yet. I mean, I'll be concerned next year if he's struggling in certain positions or certain places. But I also don't think. I also just don't think. I well, here's what I do think. Let me rather than what I don't. I do think. I do think it's just going to take a little bit of time. That's all. We need to chill with Deshaun. But I do think you need to put him in in position to, you know, lead the team. And you didn't do that yesterday with that first play, with that first drive. You just didn't do it. Yeah. That that's. I mean, there's just there's just a lot of really little simple things to that play that say a lot about what's going on right now. And then I also wonder. You're you're hung up on that play. Well, I, I, I am because it, it, I understand why. It, I, I, I mean, understand why. It, it, it is a statement play. It is an absolute statement play. And the percentages of Kevin looking like a genius on that play were low. If they score a touchdown, I'm telling you, we're sitting here and going, man, I love the fact that Kevin Stefanski is aggressive. Maybe he's back to where he was when he was coach of the year. You know, now he's got Deshaun Watson. This is going to be great. And look what they were able to do, the momentum. You know, you went out there last week. You brought Watson in. He couldn't get a touchdown. But, boom, you believed in him on fourth and one on the very first drive. And you went right back to him. And that's why it's a statement. It's a statement about what you are. And the the – End results of what they did are just the wrong way. All right, here's another statement. It's the other side of the coin. You know the type of team I want to be? We aren't anything right now, so I'm all in on whatever you say. And I I love watching the Kansas City Chiefs. Correct. But one thing about Kansas City that I don't think people realize very often, though Mahomes is phenomenal, you know, the little pass he threw to Jarek McKinnon yesterday was silly. And and though that all works, Andy Reid coaches old school offensive football, and it's this in my estimation. And, and I've seen him in situations go kick the field goal. Let's go. Let's get the three. 
I want our team to be this. Okay, you stopped us there. We put up three points. Why did we put up three? Because we're coming back down the next time and getting three more, or we're getting seven. Now you guys go ahead and answer. Have the confidence in yourself to put up three and then turn around and go do it again and because you know you're going to do it again, that you don't need to get cute because we have a physical, imposing, talented football team that's going to get back there again. So we don't need to get cute because we're going to do it again. And I think that mentality needs to be instilled in this team, and I think the head coach can do that. Terry's in Cleveland. Terry. Well, Jeff, I beg to differ with you about Stefanski, but first I want to make this statement. I believe that the Browns have given money to to the players that the Browns have extended them contracts to is underachieving. Absolutely, starting with Denzel Ward. That offensive line is atrocious all of a sudden. No point, no running game right now, and to me, it's it's unacceptable. Now, to Stefanski. You ever believe? You ever heard of coaches being uh, a team having coaches that win in spite of their coach or lose because of their coach? Yes. Well, that's what's happening right here. Stefanski is too busy and too stubborn to get out of his own way. See, it's not about you, Kevin. You do stuff that you shouldn't do, and it costs the team. Now, yeah, Jeff, he said something about the offense being number six, and 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 so on and so on. But it's win. It's, it's crucial. It's moments in games where you, you're needed to make the right decision, and he's not doing that. Another, And my last point is he doesn't make in-game adjustments enough. He doesn't do the things he needs to do when he sees what another team is doing. So until that happens, and I'm afraid that by the time he gets to that point and learn that, it'll be too late. He has to go. And thank you. Thank All right, you. Terry. Andy, do you think Kevin's – calling games and doing some of the things he does. And, and again, to me, it's just a couple of situations where it's like, you know, like that fourth down call. All right, go kick the field goal. If you're not going to kick the field goal, then give it to Nick Chubb or, or run a, an RPO with, with Deshaun Watson. I, I'm with you on that. This organization is so analytically based when it comes to that stuff. It goes back to what I said earlier in the show. It's not Kevin Stefanski. It's Kevin and Andrew Barry and Paul DePodesta. And yeah, the entire- I do think it's groupthink. I agree with yeah. you on that, too. I don't know how much of it is Kevin and how much of it is groupthink. I wonder that, too, sometimes. Because I think if you make a coaching change, I think you've got to change everything. And I don't, I don't want to do that. Personally, I think, I think, well, you know how I feel about Kevin. But if, if you want to shake it up, man, that's, you know, that's, that's picking on one aspect of it when you should probably pick on the whole thing if you're going to do any picking. Eddie's in North Homestead. Eddie, welcome hey, to the Eddie. Conversation. Hey, how you doing? Hey. hey. Nice, to, I was, nice to talk to you guys and hear your show today. Thank you. Good to hear you fired up in there, Andy. You got a couple of thoughts about Mr. Stefanski. I've been uh, against Jeff. I'd like to listen to Jeff, but I, I agree with you. Number one is – Stefanski left Minnesota after 13 or 14 years. 14. If he was such a candidate to be such a good head coach, why didn't they hire him there? Number two is not. Well, they had Mike Zimmer at the time. They they had a pretty good football involved in sports. Let me ask you a question. Bill Belichick's the smartest coach in football, and he's got an offensive coordinator to change the play. Why can't he let go of the play 
and start coaching the whole team. What about the special teams and the defense? The whole team has no discipline. I'm a Golden Gloves boxer, a U.S. Marine, and a football player. Where is the discipline? And the penalties are a disgrace on that football team. That and that all goes, Jeff, to the head coach. The head coach is stinks on this team, and they need to get somebody with some leadership to make some decisions. And you know what? Go Baker. I loved it the other day, Eddie. Go Baker. I'm out. <laughs> Eddie! Thank you for your service. Eddie started calm and got cranked. Eddie, that was well done. Um, Baker's a... I'd run through that wall, Freddie. Yeah. I'd run through that wall. Baker did a great job the other day. That was That was fun to watch. And I'd rather have Deshaun Watson. And does anyone actually really think that anyone other than Bill makes a call on anything for the Patriots? Bill's offensive coordinator is a defensive coordinator, by the way. That's really all we need to know, isn't it? Yes. Chester's in North Royalton. Chester. Chester. Hello, how are you, Chester? Fellas, I wish I was better. Uh, You guys, I agree with a lot of the points you guys have been making. I just want to say real quick, flashback to 2020. We were all happy with Kevin Stefanski, and he was really smart. But that was – COVID football year. Was that not like the weirdest NFL year ever? It was a weird had, year. It, it, it required nuance. It required patience. It, you know, very delicate type situations. And Kevin was really, really good at that because he's really, really, really smart. That What did we hear coming in? He's even keel. So he wasn't thrown off by a lot of those situations that were going on. And that's good. But that's over. That's not how typical NFL football and a, a typical NFL locker room is. And the proof is in the pudding. The situational coaching is terrible. I mean, you take the points on the first drive, so that way when we had the ball with eight and a half minutes left, fourth and goal, we could have taken the points then. And then when we got the ball back with four minutes left, instead of down by ten, it's a one-possession game, and you got a chance to win. I mean, it's, it's, it's the scope of a game. Jeff, you're exactly right. Have the confidence to take the points that you'll be back down there. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. They've completely neutered Deshaun Watson. This is a young man. He is a young man. He had his life in front of him. He made some very bad mistakes on a very, very, very public stage. He's been stripped and beaten in the center of town. And now he has a chance to rally some guys and feel like the old Deshaun of old again. And on fourth and one, you pull him off the field. What message are you sending to your guys, to your locker room? It is groupthink. It is analytics. The guy leading the charge was a guy who was so good that he was good enough to get the Oakland A's to not win the World Series in a different sport. What is going on here? What is going on? Why the excuses? Oh, Thank you, Chester. You got some great stuff. Fabulous stuff, actually. We got to move on. I apologize for that. Scott Petrak, brownzone.com. Coming up next, anxious for Scott's thoughts. He's always calm and cool and well thought out. Let's see what he thinks about all this. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can 
put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 